Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Mike Larkin, and this is the first edition of the LFC Lingerie Fighting Championship Podcast, episode number one, where we accentuate and exude beauty, strength, and dominance, the three key elements of women as a whole and the LFC fighters as a whole. So let's jump right into this. This is the first edition, like I reiterated there. And on the line, I'm here with an integral part of LFC, that is Lingerie Fighting Championship, none other than Miss Jesse El Toro Santos. Jesse, it's a pleasure to have you on the show. How are you doing tonight? Hi, Michael. Thank you for having me. It's my pleasure. Thank you so much. Uh, well, first and foremost, let's just hop right into it, because for those who are new... Uh, lingerie fighting championship. We have a great mixture of women's mixed martial arts mixed with, you know, styles of brawlers, wrestlers, jujitsu, kickboxing, etc., etc. Very competitive, great in the competitive sports, you know, realm. And I gotta say, it's probably one of my favorites because, like I mentioned, those three key elements of beauty, strength, and dominance as a women and LFC as a whole because we get to see beautiful women in their lingerie. But these are also women that can kick butt and have amazing bouts and amazing matchups overall. So I want to ask you first and foremost, for those that are new, how did you get involved with Lingerie Fighting Championship? And just talk about how you heard about it, how you got involved with it. Tell us your story. Yes, Michael. It has been a really interesting road being part of the Lingerie Fighting Championships. And I think that they're really sitting on a, um, a gold mine with this concept because, A, we love it as fighters. We want to be able to exude this feminine prowess and, and sexuality and sensuality, but, but not have to be just pretty or cute, you know, we still can be feminine and strong and confident. So it's, I think it's really a cool concept for, for us as athletes and for as women. And so I'm just really glad that I ever got involved. Uh, it's been a few years now, let's see, 20 so in 2015, I was contacted by a producer. He um, was the one that was reaching out to girls that he knew were athletes. I had a wrestling, a wrestling background, not not a lot, but I was always athletic and I did sports and I did performance art, and I was interested in professional wrestling. And he um, told me what it was, and I kind of thought it was a joke. I didn't know if we. As the years have gone by, I've been contacted with the craziest of ideas and requests. So I kind of thought someone was just dreaming. <laughs> but um, then they sent a half of the half of the payment via PayPal, and I said, "Oh, these people are serious." So I'll, I'll, I'm in. I'm in, and I am really glad that I accepted at that time. I'm glad I didn't doubt them because, like I said, it's just been a really interesting road. We have had live shows all over all over the United States, in Las Vegas, uh, in Eastern Europe, and it's been well received. I have to say this. Now, in regards to Lingerie Fighting Championship, when I first, you know, found out about this and I see this, what's amazing about it to me is, like I said, it's obviously it's girls in lingerie, but I look at women's mixed martial arts like your Invictus, which is run by the one and only Shannon Knapp, you know, and you look at that promotion, you know, you've seen the likes of Shayna Baszler and, you know, Jessamyn Duke, you know, part of the four horsewomen who are in WWE now, they're a part of the NXT brand, and you see so many people that go on to UFC and pro wrestling. When I look at this this roster and this great crop of talent, yes, it's fun for the um, standpoint, like I get, like we mentioned, from the physical aspect of, you know, getting in there from the combative aspect with overall mixed martial arts, kickboxing, jiu-jitsu, uh, wrestling, what have you. But there's so many, there's so many great talents. Like, you guys are just so amazing. You look great. You guys train very, very hard. And I think that's really, it's just, it's showed. Like, you know, whether you guys are going to Slovakia, which we'll get into, Las Vegas, so many touring cities that you guys have been to. And the reception that LFC has gotten lingerie fighting championships is absolutely amazing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely amazing. What was the award that YouTube uh, uh, gave to the LFC YouTube channel for receiving so many views? Exactly. The silver 20 million play. views? Yes, and it's okay. been like the silver play button, which that, besides obviously, you know, there's silver and gold, but still, the silver play button, that's huge. That's a huge, you know, that's a huge, you know, rewarding and just a huge accomplishment for LFC as a whole. Mm -hmm. I think that's amazing. Yeah. Yes, it, it is. And so just that right there just shows how well-received this is and 
how much potential there could be for not just viewers to be able to have something awesome to watch, but for the athletes as well. Agreed. And now, I have to mention this, since you are one of the most integral parts of that. Now, speaking of views and as the athletics go, there is a David and Goliath bout that you have on Shea the Fox Mozado, and that has probably become one of the most viewed uh, vids on their YouTube channel, whether it be your amazing entrance, because I will give it to you, that entrance was absolutely spectacular. And then we get into the... You're very welcome. Then we get into the bout in itself. Uh, you do a little twerk action on Shay. You're dominating Shay. It's a great David and Goliath bout, and I got to say that is probably stands up there besides Shay's bout with Monica Flowerbomb Garcia. That really stands up as probably one of the best bouts in LFC that I have seen. And I will give I tip my head off to you because the two of you just gelled very well. Well, I, um, I definitely underestimated her. Just those those little whippersnappers move fast, and they have tenacity. And she definitely wasn't going to give up. So, I mean, kind of, kind of fun though. It was. I mean, like you're throwing her against the cage. She's coming back, kicks and strikes. But like I said, I think you both earned each other's respect at the end of that because I mean, going into the weigh-in, you guys had a great stare down, which built to it. And then I mean, you were you were doing your thing. You're you're showing your stuff. You're talking a little trash, talking a little smack talk. And then once we get that bout, you know, you guys didn't disappoint. And I think you both earned each other's respect at the end of that night. Yeah, I would. I would agree. I definitely agree. I, I definitely respected her a lot more after that. But um, I was kind of more angry at her coach for putting her in there. But then again, she held her own, so it worked out. Now, you see, you just saved me here because probably what's great about LFC besides the events, you guys have a great reality series, LFC Exposed. We've seen so many great moments. We've seen so many great you know, interactions with the coaches and with the fighters all in itself. Now, mm-hmm. one of the big ones on the YouTube channel was you, Miss Danielle Cabell St. Pierre, and Mr. Joel Kane. Uh, you confronted him. <laughs> you confronted him about calling your outfit. Let me see if I get this correct. Grandma's doilies. Yeah, Grandma's doilies. <sighs> it, it was me. Does he not know what lace is? <sighs> now, as a man, I'm watching that and I'm just like, oh. Grandma's doilies. And I mean, I've seen the outfit. I mean, fans can go back and look on the website, lingeriefc.com. I mean, yeah, I can tell that that was lace. I mean, I'm not blind, but I mean, Grandma's doilies. That that kind of threw me for a little bit of a loop. So then you, you just for the second time, and I mean, we've seen, if you guys go on LFC's YouTube channel, we've seen Roxy Roundhouse Michael Strom into the pool. You were probably the second individual to throw Mr. Joel Kane in the pool. And Joel said after that, he's done with pools. (laughs) <laughs> did he say that? He did. He's done well, with pools. Well, he should be done with trying to insult girls because it obviously doesn't work out in his favor. Now, okay, see, this is where we go back to this because, all right, so I mentioned Roxy Roundhouse Michaels in there. Another amazing bout that you guys had in Slovakia, and I want to talk about that bout in your uh, Slovakia experience, Jesse, but with Joel's, I guess if you want to entitle them unorthodox methods if you will like you know he says something but you kind of have to like analyze dissect and decipher what the man is saying the dude the pink team has the gold i mean roxy roundhouse michaels is the champ so i guess in a way you could say he's kind of doing something right minus those ignorant comments if you know what i'm saying that's true i guess that does have something to say about it but um let's see who did she win that from that's okay flower bomb monica flower bomb garcia i think there's a little bit of politics in in it that I'm not going to go too in depth with that. This it's only my opinion. I don't have any evidence, but I can't imagine how politics wouldn't be affecting something like this. I do know that in Slovakia, when I had my bout with Roxy Michaels, it even the producer told me I was um, robbed. That that fight should have been mine. And that's what I believe qualified her to have the bout for the belt against Monica. And if if she didn't beat me, would she have been in that bout in the first place? So, you know, it's just a, a succession of events that people or world politics control to get what they want. And I wouldn't be surprised if Joel had something to do with that. Okay. Now, you see, this is kind of this is kind of hard for me because I like both of you ladies, and you, 
I know you. I know how hard you work. And like I said, that's why I love your drive and I love your passion. I did see that bout in Slovakia, an amazing bout. Fans, check it out. Uh, all I can say is you <laughs> you have a case, and I will say that to you. You do have a case because you were putting the boots to her, and Roxy was coming back at all right. But like I said, I think that's what gives you more for the future because I think you know that is a championship bout that needs to be yeah, that needs to happen. I, there's a lot of rematches that we want to see. There's a lot of new fresh matchups which we're going to get into with LFC 26 and a few here, but it, it, it gives a lot of leeway for a future bout. And I definitely, I think myself, I think the LFC fan base can say that we want to see that rematch between the two of you. Oh, okay. All right. Well, yeah, I guess I can't be too bothered by it. I did enjoy the, the bout I got to have with Shay, so that wouldn't have happened if that was the case more than likely. And yeah, you're right. It's, it's going to happen like it's supposed to. And you see how I got to paint, like, the silver lining for you? Like I said, I, I got to help you out. You see, because like I Thank said, you, you're welcome. And that's what I'm saying. I think you got to look at the silver lining of that because I know how intense you are. And, you know, I got to just, you know, I got to help you out. That's 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 what I love about you. That's what I love about you, ladies. We got a lot of intense fighters here. And it's just like sometimes, like, maybe look at it this way. And they go, well, okay. So, you know. <laughs> Thank you. You did definitely. You're, you're very welcome. Perspective, yes. Ugh. Now I gotta ask you this because Slovakia. Here, here's what I like. I compare it because, like I said, I respect the mixed martial arts world. I respect the pro wrestling world. I look at how wrestling is dominated in the UK, Japan, Mexico, Puerto Rico. They're going all over the place with the professional wrestling. I look at MMA, and I see you, you ladies, going to Slovakia. Can you tell us just that experience, what it was like in Slovakia overall? Just because I gotta say, that's a huge, that's a huge milestone. That's huge for LFC to go over there. Yeah, um, what it was like. Well, first. And foremost, the first thing I think about about it is how gray, cold, and dreary it felt. And the people were quite the same. Then I learned that if you actually smile at them and engage them, they're extremely friendly. So it was it was an interesting surprise to just kind of go there in the first couple of days. Everyone's just kind of cold and shut off. And suddenly you realize... That's just their way. You have to engage them, and then they open right up. And I, so, and I look at it from like your standpoint, like just being there. And what was amazing about it is too, if you go back and look at that car, because there were so many bouts. But I joked with Terry Feisty Fist London about this. I'm like Terry, I love you. That, I, but my God, the, the, her opponent was like seven foot tall, and I. <laughs> <laughs> and you talk about David and Goliath. It, it, they, you guys got a great Slovakia fight in there. She kind of reminded me, if, if I was to bottom line this, she was like the male, and God rest his soul, El Gigante in pro wrestling, the one giant Gonzalez who took on The Undertaker at WrestleMania 9, or Great Kali, if you want to put like a later on in there. But I think just that was amazing, that that fighter and Terry just, I thought, wow. Like, I mean, you're... What's great about it is you're getting to work with people of, you know, Slovakia and, you know, bringing in these fighters. I think that helps both you, you know, progress and add more maneuvers to your repertoire and help you, you know, just for future bouts. And I think that's great for an international standpoint going over there. And you see more international talent coming over here. I think that's a gateway for the future for LFC. Yeah, I, that was definitely quite a matchup. I liked their face, uh, their weigh-ins and their face-offs. more like belly button to face off but um it's it's really cool to be able to have different styles and backgrounds of girls come in whether it be someone foreign or even another american girl because that's what they're doing with the nerd bar is bringing in new girls or maybe girls who might not be as experienced so um but still they're little scrappers uh, i think it's really cool Absolutely, and you talk about the Nerd Bar. We're going to bounce around here. We're going to shoot the breeze. Now, with this first show at the Nerd Bar, we got to see uh, Tomiko Tajima. We got to see Vatira. We got to see Bella Inc. And I got to say, first impressions of them, getting to see them, you know, Vatira taking on Jenny Bloody Valentine. That was very big for Jenny because that was her first victory in LFC. I mean, mm -hmm. the Shelly... Tomiko fight, which we'll get to at the end here. We're going to save the best for last. I'm challenging. I'm channeling my inner Vanessa Williams here because you were involved in that. Um, but I got to tell you, man, I, Bella ain't Jolene. You know, I think that was a great showing for her. 
I think a lot of people were surprised to see how Bella and how she just worked. She just went right in after Jolie, and I think that was great. And I think what was amazing about that is we continued and we progressed with her and Andrea because besides your fight in Slovakia, we saw Andrea and Jolene. That's been building. It's smoldering. It's lit. It's very – the intensity is, you know, intangible. So, I mean, Andrea and Jolene, that's another one we can bet, bet your bottom dollar we're going to see that in the future. Right. Uh, I bet, again, too, because there's so much history there and just uh, – Bad, kind of bad blood, but also a little, um, little sexual tension. Honestly, is what what I think. So, well, that would be a fun fight to watch again. They've definitely grown more too, and been been training and have learned. So, I'd like to see where their skills are now. And I think what I like about Jolene, she's a very free spirit, but she's also she can kick butt at the same time. She's so very, you know, smiles and but when she when you get in that in the ring, you know, you get you get in the cage, I mean it's all smiles, all bets are off, and that's what I dig about her because, you know, she can change in her set. Andrea is just badassery to its fullest, and I've told Andrea mm-hmm. this and I love her to death. You know, she will not she will never miss a beat at telling you that she's an Olympic athlete, and I think that's absolutely amazing, and she brings it. Mm-hmm. And personally, I saw that bout, and I'm like, God dang, I like them both. It's a highly contested bout, but like with you, with Roxy, like she should be the European champion. No bias here, but I'm just giving my opinion. And I, I really cannot wait to see just what goes forward with that. Like, I dig it. I, I really do dig it. I'm, it's, I'm smiles watching it and talking about it. It's, it's absolutely wonderful. Yeah. Yeah, I know. There's just so much to look forward to. Ugh. Now, speaking of stuff to look forward to, we, we got to talk about this here. Because, Jesse, I'm, I'm not going to lie, I, I got a little angry. I, I did. I, I really, really okay. did. Okay. So, Leon, okay. I like Leon. I, I really do. But I'm watching Shelly Aphrodite to self. I'm watching Tommy Kotajima. You know, first bout, they did their thing. It was a hell of a contest. Shelly gets the dub. Afterwards, there's, you know, there's, you know, they're going at it. It's face to face. It's 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 combustible. It's combustible elements in there. Leon gets in there. Not only does he put his hands on Tomiko, but he put his hands on you. And you're on the black team, but you're yeah. coach of the pink team. What the heck? What in the world's going on here? I, uh, you know, I can't say anything for him. It's it's hard. So he's he's my former coach, and I know him, and I feel like he came from a place of just sheer frustration that things weren't communicated to him on how things were going to go down. I imagine that that's why. And I think there's no excuse for his behavior whatsoever. I agree. But um, I think he just allowed himself to get out of control over a good reason to feel angry about if there are good reasons to be angry. But um, yeah, he just didn't handle that emotion very well. I don't know. It's hard, like you said, because I have that the history with him, and, and I'm a coach's gal. I, I love and trust, and really rely on my coaches, and so we have that kind of relationship. And so I feel kind of bad, honestly, for him to go that extreme. Makes me feel bad for him. You know what it is too, and I, I like Leon. I really do like Leon, but I'm just like. I felt it wasn't necessary. I felt I can understand, like you mentioned, the frustration of it because, like I said, you were doing your thing on the pink team, and I think you did it well because I think that's also an integral part of what we have in LFC because you yourself, Miss Santos, you're a veteran, and you gave a lot of great advice to the newcomers, like we mentioned with Vatira, uh, Tomiko, and, you know, Bell Inc., et cetera, you know, respectively. So you're in this position where you're you're guiding and you're, you know, helping them, you know, you know with, their, with their belts. So it's just like... Yeah, because I could see there was tension. Andrea was saying some stuff. We saw Leon, you know, do what he did. So it's kind of like, you know, they, they kind of felt like, well, what are you doing? You're on the pink team. You're on the black team. What's the deal? So I could see that there's a little tension. There's a little angst among your teammates and, and your fellow coach. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. But what can I do? That That's what they needed me for. And I know I'd be good at it. And I want to help where I can. And, you know... Hey, hey. <laughs> and think about this. They know your strengths, so they know. So they know. So like I said, it's it's good for you because they know. They know your intuition. They know how intelligent you are, and a lot of people can see it. So I think that's good on you. And obviously with, I mean, to quote Spider-Man, with great power comes great responsibility. So, I mean, you took that responsibility and you ran with it. No, thank you for saying it like that. You're, you do so well at looking at the 
silver lining of things. Well, I'm just, I'm just saying, um, like, <laughs> because it's, it, I think it's pretty obvious that they know that you're a veteran and that you're there to help and then you're there to guide. So, I mean, I think that's a great position to be in. I mean, I look at it with, like, pro wrestling has their, you know, the agents and the producers that they help with matchups and, you know, how they overlook stuff. And, you know, people like, oh, but they aren't in the ring. But, yes, they've either been in the ring, but they have the mindset to help people, and I think you have that in mind to help. There's, It's also, it's like mind over matter. Like, you got the brawn, you got the strength, but you look at it from a mind capacity, intelligence-wise, why are we doing this? You're laying it out, you're telling the story, and that's what you did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. Like I said, yeah. you, you have the gift to do that. And I think we're just going to see it going forward. We got more than Nerd Bar. You know, these future shows that we have coming in Las Vegas, which I got to say, I love Las Vegas because you guys have held it down at Samstown, now at the Nerd Bar in Las Vegas. Big hot spot for lingerie fighting championships. Uh, you know, combustible weigh-ins. We've seen many combustible moments like we just saw at LFC 26, and I can't wait to LFC 27. But I got to ask you, I look at the Nerd Bar. We got... MMA fans, we got cosplayers, we got wrestling fans, we got a electrifying atmosphere of just people that are very passionate about competitive sports. So I got to ask you, can you tell me about the venue? Because we talked about Slovakia and competing. Can you tell us about the Nerd Bar over there in Las Vegas, Nevada? The Nerd Bar is quite a popular place for, as you expressed, um, people who are hip to what's going on. And in my world, what's going on means. Comics, cosplay, uh, pro wrestling, uh, MMA, and then it's right in downtown, right off the main strip there in in the old part of Las Vegas. It's super packed, super busy. I know they hold pro wrestling shows in the vicinity on occasion, and it's a cool bar. There's bowling lanes to play to bowl in. It's like an adult uh, discovery zone, you know, like a little kid. Chuck E. Cheese for adults. So um, there's a bar, and I think it's a perfect venue to have adults feel welcomed to come into. Like whereas, whereas if we had it at a, a larger venue where it's just our show, people have to buy tickets, make it a whole night. They're not sure if they like it or not. A guy will want to go bring his wife, and his wife may not like it, or vice versa. And um, at the nerd bar, it's kind of a little bit more casual. I don't think anyone's going to go in there just to check it out and leave. I'm certain they'll stay, but at least they feel like they can leave if they want to and like they didn't uh, waste money on a ticket because uh, admission is free. And um, it's just a really cool little spot. Now yeah. I, yes. So now i got to mention this to you. Speaking of hit. All right, we're going to talk about the judges and who we had on site here. But my guy, we got—I I can't be a mess if I don't talk about all scenarios in that captain hat. I laughed. I liked it a lot. Yeah. I liked it a lot. Captain, yeah, it was a surprise to see him. I think that was a great uh, addition to have him and have his insight. Well, I think with Austin Aries, this is a guy that's been in the pro wrestling scene for over 19 years. I mean, we're talking about Ring of Honor, we're talking about Impact Wrestling, we're talking about WWE. He's been all over the world. I mean, he lives in Las Vegas, so I mean, <laughs> you know, what a better you know individual to be around than Austin Aries. And you know, people say what they are, but he's a very polarizing, controversial figure in the wrestling, in the wrestling scene. He's kind of like an, a CM Punk, if you will. But I got to tell you, the dude's smart and he's got that knowledge and he's helping you ladies out. And I dug it. Yep, that's the bottom line. Is he's smart? Whatever people think of him, he he knows his business and he knows how to work it. So we would love for him to be involved with ours. I think you guys give that great atmosphere. I mean, we saw Trap Gambino was on there, you know, mixed martial arts fighter. We got to see Christian, which I'm going to tell you right now, like, as someone who was a big fan of AJ Kirsch and what he's doing, like, I, I, I got nothing but respect for that guy. I think he did great with ring announcer for you guys. I know he wasn't available because, you know, Mr. I think he's got a little bit of a buzz in the video game world, if you know what I'm saying. So, yeah. I, good for him. Exactly. Very good for him. I think his endeavors are just going to keep him. He's going. Dude's got a shining star. But you bring in Christian. Now, Christian did a great job at the Impact Wrestling tapings over there in Las Vegas, over there at Samstown, which you guys, you know, have done great you know, work at Samstown. So I think he was a great addition to the ring announcing side of things. I think he did an excellent job. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I was, you know what? I didn't have any idea who was going to do that job. And when he started and the show started and he started doing his thing, I was quite surprised how good of a job he was doing. He was 
everything we needed for that night. And I think what's great about it is, too, like, you get people like Christian, who's done many announcing, not besides wrestling, but has, like, the background announcing. Like, I see so many people out there, like, there's this dude, Peter Christensen, he's done a lot of MMA ring announcing, and I'm going to say this right now, a little wink-wink, nudge-nudge to Lingerie Fighting Championship. If Peter Christensen is someone you guys have not checked out, check him out on Twitter. He's the he's fight voice. I mean, he does a great work in the MMA scene. So I see Peter doing his thing. I see Christian. I think it's great that you guys got that, you know, that great atmosphere, and you get to have these names whether it be announcing or judges, like for instance, like you mentioned, Austin Aries at the last minute, it's just a really good, feel-good environment. What also pledges and, you know, attests to that environment is we got to talk about this after party. Can you tell us how the after party went down? Because mm-hmm. you get to meet a lot of the great LFC fans. Can you talk, us, talk, talk to mm-hmm. us about the after party? Yeah, the after party is really cool. We have a little area that's blocked off with some velvet rope and the VIP after party pass holder, you get uh, one of the posters and you get to enter in this area and all the fighters are there dressed out of their fight gear and dressed nice and it's really a contrast to see them dressed in like pretty little dresses and high heels as opposed to pretty lingerie and barefoot but um, it was it was for me a little short a little too short but very sweet because I had to wake up early so I left after I said, basically I had made my rounds to everybody, shook hands, introduced myself. People were really excited about um, that, that it's going to be there. A lot of the VIP pass holders were saying that they were going to be coming back and bringing their friends. I can imagine there's a lot more room for people to watch the show, although I do wish there were more chairs for people who wanted a seat. But... um. I hugged all the girls, some of the fighters I hadn't seen. Uh, the ones that were not fighting came as well. So I said hello to them. That was really cool to see them. And then I had to leave. I took my high heels off and walked back to the car garage and I had to leave because I had MMA, or actually I had strength and conditioning training very early the next morning. Now, you see, you, you, okay, this is why I love you, because you're bringing me into segues on a lot of stuff that you're segwaying to, and like I said, this is why. This is why you're bringing smiles to my face. Mm-hmm. So here we go. I'm going to ask this. Now, I've seen a lot on your Instagram, and we'll promote this at the end. It's El Toro Santos underscore LFC on Instagram. Now, this lovely woman on the other line of this has just does a lot of great training, and I've seen you do your thing at Syndicate MMA, and i got to put it over, put her over Roxanne Mataferi, who has been on The Ultimate Fighter. You do a lot of great training and just working your butt off at Syndicate MMA. Can you talk to us about that? Because I wanted to ask you about it. Look, it's a hell of a gym. I've seen a lot of their posts. I've seen you doing your thing there. Can you tell us about Syndicate MMA? Um, gosh, I, I feel like I'm not the only one when I say... I don't feel like I ever started training till I started going to syndicate. Any training before was just training. You go to syndicate, you level up a hundred times every day. I mean, every few days, you know. So they just have so much knowledge in that building. And it's a huge facility. It has lots of mat space. It has ample classes, capable instructors. My teammates for the for the fight team are, you know, UFC fighters or pro fighters, and all everyone that teaches us are former UFC fighters. So, you know, people who have the experience and the knowledge and the time to want to teach, to want to teach, and it's just it's a whole different level. So oh, we have people come in casually. People like Frank Murr come in had was teaching us for a good couple months, and then he went. Yeah, he started training for a fight, and it's just—it's incredible. Forrest Griffin will come in and train alongside the team, and it's just—I um, can't even. Yeah, I can't. I can't even express. It's overwhelming. Well, I got to say this, like you mentioned those names. I mean, you get to train with the best. You get to learn, like we talked about, analyze, dissecting, and deciphering. You know, what, you know, the, you know, testing and getting that knowledge of And I think another one I got to put over because we're talking about Vegas here. Man, here's the thing with LFC that I get, and this is what pisses me off sometimes. I see these comments about, oh, you know, it's just girls fighting the lingerie, blah, 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 blah. You know, they'll say what they say. But I, I, I urge you. 
Greg Frito is another one that has done a lot of great training with you guys. His drill. Yes. So I look at the training videos that Greg does with you guys, you know, whether it be kicking, you're working on your strikes, you know, your overall stamina. I think Greg gets a lot of credit for what he does, too. I mean, this is a guy that was mentored by Floyd Mayweather Sr. So, I mean, you got to give a lot of love to Greg in that aspect as well. Yes, definitely. I, I'm sorry that I forgot about Greg Frito. I should never forget about them. Well, I would not forget about him. I'm sure I would have mentioned it again. But you specifically asked about Syndicate, and that's, that's just my everyday gym. But Greg um, took time out to meet us and make time for the, the LFC girls alone. And, I mean, just we had, a, we had a gym that he would be at, and we would go to him. And I just... I think I wish we could utilize him more often, but we don't have him at a location anymore. Or I think he was busy, and sometimes the girls, I think they, unless there's a fight coming up, they're not as serious as they should be, in my opinion. Okay. But they should be ready at any time. Now, you see, I think that just attests to you, just because, like, you being the veteran, like I mentioned, like, I, I think I think that's great, because that's a great motivation that you want to see the girls, you know, do well, and just, you know, step up the game a little bit, and I dig it, I really do dig it, and now, we mentioned Syndicate and Greg Frito, I have to put that over, because here's how I equate this, I look at MRA, like, because, like, everybody talks about getting into pro wrestling, the pro wrestling schools that are in your area, but there are a lot of MMA <laughs> gyms in people's areas, like, I'll be honest with you, I'm in Myrtle Beach, Jesse, Bringing five minutes from my house, there's a, there's a spot called the X Gym. They got MMA training in there. They got wrestling training in there. There's CrossFit. It's just like, my God, take my money, but whip my butt into yeah. shape and just you know just get in there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's funny. Wow, that must be a big location. It is. It's like because uh, it's like one big X Gym. They do wrestling shows out there. Tommy Rich, Wildfire Tommy Rich, you know, who was in the NWA back in the 80s, wrestled the likes of Nature Boy Ric Flair. He trains there. There's MMA over there. There's just the normal gym, the normal stuff, but it's a big-ass facility, and that's why I recommend a lot of people go if they're in the Myrtle Beach area. There's the X-Gym. There's a lot of great gyms, but I'm just saying, if you want a big facility, you got the X-Gym, and, and, and you, are, you had me at CrossFit just because I say there's so many great you know avenues for you to just get whip your butt and get yourself into shape like you girls you know like you girls do like i gotta say i gotta put over because there's a lot of great condition and a lot of great hard-working girls there so i can't say that enough and i i go also to that which i'll follow up with this because you know I, we, we we're two people we like to talk we're very passionate about we do, what we do <laughs> so i gotta talk about ronda rousey's impact with um you know with mixed martial arts because you see so many great Talents. Like I mentioned the Shane and Baylors and the Jessamine Dukes because all of them, you know, have gone into the professional wrestling scene. And I got to say, I love the MMA pro wrestling tie-ins because we go back, we look at the likes of Ken Shamrock, we look at the likes of Tank Abbott's, Ronda's, uh, your Frank Mears, uh, you know, your Frank Triggs, who was in TNA not too, uh, about 10, 11 years ago. So we've seen a lot of MMA and pro wrestling tie-ins, and I think that helps well because you get to see CM Punk. You, you know, people say what they say about CM Punk and how short his fights were, but you got to give him credit for getting in there, Brock Lesnar. So, I mean, yeah. I, I think it's amazing just to see the transition and the overall, you know, the correlations between the two competitive mm -hmm. sports. Yeah, it's and it's really not the same. Like, it doesn't really, they don't really go hand in hand. Exactly. It, uh, yeah, there's just a, a lot of differences. I don't think anybody notices until they do both. Now, okay, so, and I look at what also, I got to put over the women because I'm just going to say this right now. The women that we have today, like yourself, and I'm including you in this list because, like I said, this is a lot of love going your way here. There are so many, you're welcome, there's so many talented women in mixed martial arts and all combative, combative sports, women's mixed martial arts, women's wrestling, whatever sport that the women are doing. I love that women are just getting the chance to shine for and just be awesome as that they are. I think Ronda Rousey main eventing a WrestleMania and is absolutely amazing. I think what she's done for women's mixed martial arts is absolutely amazing. So I gotta just give credit to women as a whole for just the contributions that they've been doing. Not just you know now because we've seen a revolution, evolution, however you want to define it, but just in general, women yeah. have been kicking butt for ages. Just in general, I'm sorry, what was the last part you asked? Oh, sure, I'll repeat it. I'm just saying women in general, women just for ages have been kicking butt, so I got to say, you got to give the ladies their due, and I'm so happy to see you ladies getting your shine. Thank you, absolutely. You know, I was just, uh, my doggy sitter left a TV channel on called Dust. I'd never heard of it. 
but there was a bunch of sci-fi movies that were playing, and they're under the title, The Future is Female. And it just stuck with me. That is <laughs> apropos. I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah, the future is female. I mean, I don't think it ever wasn't. It's always female, but now we're just going to reclaim our positions. And I think that's what I like. Okay. Like, I mean, people look at the interracial stuff. Uh, not interracial. Intergender. I don't know where interracial came from. Sorry. Blech. Intergender. <laughs> <laughs> intergender no. matchups. So you see, like, obviously with pro wrestling, and you see, uh, personally, that's the one thing, like, I see intergender wrestling is coming back. Like, you know, we saw, like, comedy aspects of that with Andy Kaufman on Saturday Night Live and just him being the intergender champion of the world. And, you know, we saw that not too long ago as well, But I and you see that in a lot of companies. But I think with mixed martial arts and you see that, I would love to see some intergender stuff in mixed martial arts because I just say, like, women versus men, men versus women, however you want to just cross it. I think that's just that's another hotbed that you see nowadays, and I think that's wonderful. And again, just expanding the art forms of combative sports. Yeah, I saw this wrestling video where the girl was just taking down man after man, like just taking down, like no man could avoid her, her double or single, whatever it was. And she just, oh my gosh, she's still quite young too. I don't even think she's out of high school, but she was bigger. And it would be really cool. I mean, there's like a big, um, a big community out there that asks for custom matches from people that were that are intergender. Obviously, they want it to be real competitive. Um, I think the striking might be a little bit different. People feel differently about punching a female because our bones are not as dense. But, you know, I think Amanda Nunez could probably knock a guy out. I mean, could knock a guy out. Oh. Could knock men out. <laughs> Just... Man. You see, you bring up Amanda Nunes, and I just smile just because she's another one. Just oh, There's just so many great talents, and it's just I love the pool, and I just love to see just women getting to you know apply their craft, and it's absolutely wonderful. Now, you talk about, okay, this is what I said. I'm just smiling again because this is another segue. This ties in and correlates all with LFC here. So, Lingerie Fighting Championship, we have Maxine the Boss Frost. She is the LFC Prez. And what's amazing about Maxine is she's a great fighter all in all, and, you know, she does her duties as the LFC president. I know we got to see Holly May filling in there, doing her thing as LFC president this last event. But what was great about Maxine is Maxine wanted to overturn the fact that, you know, you know, striking in the face is not allowed. And I know we've seen Jenny Bloody Valentine get suspended for that, as long with Shelly Aphrodite De Silva for biting on Audrey uh, Mongoose Monique. <laughs> Memorable moments in LFC history. So... Like, all right, here's my stance on this, and I want to get your thoughts about this, and I'll make this brief, I swear. So, with with the styles, with striking in the face, with the styles, I equate it again to wrestling because I look at Cowboy Bill Watts. Cowboy Bill Watts, with the style of how he did in WCW, how he booked the matches was, if you got thrown over the top rope, that was a disqualification because Cowboy Bill Watts was about having it, you know, being contested in the ring, in the 20 by 20, in the four-sided ring. So he wanted you to use your parameters in the ring. And you just work on the body, you know, systematic dissection, you know, joint manipulation, what have you. The same applies here, because I'm going to say, I think it's kind of like an alternative, instead of like, boom, bada bing, I'm going to hit you in the face, you know, maybe knock a jaw, you know, get, get your jaw knocking, jaws popping, the whole nine. So, I mean, we get to see another variety, another way to accentuate, you know, you working on your ground game, you know, plying the holes, joint manipulation, yeah. systematic dissection, if that makes sense. But I know she, she's yeah. been wanting to overturn that rule. Um, that makes a lot of sense. Um, I mean, it's, eh, I'm kind of, regarding LFC, I'm, I'm on the fence about it. Um, and I think a lot of girls might get hurt severely. And then again, other girls, I, I don't know. It's a fight. A fight is a fight. You should be able to punch in your fight. So I agree. I think that. I think it shouldn't. I think girls need to be able to have to do well at blocking punches. And if a girl can't block it, maybe they should be tested and not fight for the LFC if they aren't qualified to do it. So. And I think a lot. Yeah. Well, yeah, you know, you may you said right there we're tested because I think we have a day and age now with all sports, not just LFC and pro wrestling, but football, basketball, soccer, uh, whatever, baseball. 
I mean, the concussions now, I mean, you know, concussions being, you know, the CTEs and all that, concussions, how we've seen over the years, and, you know, a lot of people not realizing the, you know, drastic effects of concussions, I think concussions play a big role in that, and you have to, you know, analyze that. Yeah, that's exactly why, so, we, I think we have a good crew of girls who are hardcore into the LFC, but they're pulling in a lot of newbies, um, every nerd show is going to have like a couple new girls that'll be their debut of fighting and sometimes people get in there and realize it's not for them so maybe that could be where the rule stays and then for the bigger shows people who the girls who really want to fight and and brawl maybe they can bend that rule for those I gotta say, one of the most interesting fights that we saw at LFC 26, I mean, the bout kind of was over before it even got started. Uh, Terry, you know, you know, with her with her knee, just, you know, coming out in the brace. Jen Rep, who we yeah. saw at the last LFC, she was the, uh, you know, she was the ring girl. She was checking you guys and, you know, just doing your thing for you guys, doing a great job at it and taking down that fan that, my God, going after a Monica and then the main event, geez. Like, I, yeah. I mean, just, my God. I mean, if that showed her badassery right there, just watching her take down that guy at the last LFC, LFC 25 in Las Vegas, I mean, we, we saw she was very tough. Um, unfortunately, in this bout, we didn't get to see how tough she was because, uh, unfortunately, like we mentioned with Terry's knee and just, you know, having her being carried out, and I truly wish Terry nothing but the best. But Jen is undefeated, and i got to ask your thoughts about that bout because we saw a lot of highly contested, and we saw a little bit of a, we saw a lot of memorable bouts as well for, uh, from different mindsets and different viewpoints. Um, well, Terry was my, was my fighter, so mm-hmm. I wanted to see Terry's fight. I feel like that, I feel like that was taken from her because they didn't give her a chance and she was clear her doctor, her ther- physical therapist cleared her for fighting, but I don't know if she re-injured it. I don't know if she was stumbling. Like, I think I might have exclaimed that she's not hurt, she's drunk. While I was in there, just to see if we could let her stay in. Um, but I don't think that Jen earned the win. I think maybe, I don't think it should have counted as her win, considering the bell didn't even ring and no one fought. So, if she's tough, then she would probably want to earn it the right way as well. I absolutely concur with you, and I can think telling after the interview with um, with Christian that Jen was kind of like, yeah, I I won. I mean, it's not really a decisive victory, and I'm sure that's now how Jen wanted to go into it, but I think for the future, it's going to be very exciting to see what Jen, the real deal rep, as she is called now, Jen the real deal rep, to see if she really is truly as her name, her nickname is proclaimed, and is acclaimed to be the real deal. So I think that that that's that's something that's going to be very intriguing for the future. Yeah, I hope so. Right. I hope so because I would like to see what she can do. Exactly. Now, speaking of what y'all can do, because I'm going to group you, uh, I'm going to group you, Jen. I'm going to group uh, Terry and a lot of girls in this. I got to ask you, Miss Three and One. I got the calendar. You, Ali, Baby Doll, Parks, and Andrea, the Storm, Vladoy, doing a beautiful and absolutely lovely shoot. The LFC calendar came out great. Can you talk about thoughts on being in the LFC calendar? Three and one, Miss Santos. Three and one month. Um, three and one. I'm confused. Well, it's you. It's Ali, Baby Doll, Parks. It's Andrea, the Scavador. Your your shoot. We get to see your shoot just all together. You the three of you. So I think um, it's absolutely amazing. Three and one photo. Got it. Yes. I thought you were talking about someone's record. <laughs> <laughs> three and one photos. <laughs> That was a little awkward. I think I think Allie was thinking she might be set up. And I sometimes think the producer likes to make some of the girls squirm a little bit. But and Andre and I did not want to hurt Allie. We thought we were just taking some photos. We did not know we were going to take them together. Um, yeah. So I think it came out nicely. Um, I didn't mean to pull her string all the way out, but fortunately they didn't choose that picture. <laughs> what I mean by that is the string of her little bikini that you can see in the picture that in the calendar I'm tugging on. Oh. Oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all 
All right. Now, I'm going to say this because there's a great theme. And 3-1, and one, no, not somebody's record, but 3-1 and one in a month. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so, you three did an amazing job in your month. We had Jen, who I mentioned there. Jen was, you know, the back-to-school month. Uh, we got to see Terry and Lauren the Animal Fogel. Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year, by God. So, I mean, that was an amazing shot. Uh, we got to see Monica do her thing at the start of the year, the party month. Happy New Year. I think everyone had a great month, and it represented their personalities at very well and to the fullest. So, I think it, it, it really did. I... And as someone who's a pop culture nerd and a pop culture geek, and as a kid that had, uh, like I said, when the boy band and all these, you know, pop stars were so big in like the '90s and just coming out, like you know, you rush to your local Waldowns or your Pathmarks, and you buy the stickers and you buy the posters and you and you buy like obviously all the CDs, but and you see like the J14 magazines, which still exist today as one of the big pop magazines out there. I used to have a subscription to that when I was like seven because I begged my mom. Yeah. My, my, my mom, my, I'm just going to say this right now, my mom is a saint, because I put that woman through so much, and I love her so much. But anyway, I digress. So <laughs> I had that magazine when I was a kid. So having that as a calendar to see, and obviously WWE does their calendars and the pro wrestling scene and music and whatnot, I thought it was very apropos, and I was very happy finally to see you guys accentuate in the calendar, because that's big. That really is big for you guys. Thank you, yes. It is big. Um... I mean, I, I think that I, if the LSC did a little bit more promoting like that, it would get the word out there more than it has been. I feel like a lot of people are responding to it really well, but I still find people have never heard of it or even the concept of it. So we need to put as many calendars, posters, marketing and materials out as possible. All right. Now, okay. So as far as calendars go, yes. Another one, yes, please. Please, 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 please. And just do more photo shoots. Well, photo shoots, and not just because, like I say, I'm a male, and I, I like looking at beautiful and awesome women who also are my friends, so I will say that. that that's just, that's just one you. part of it. You're welcome. That's just one part of it, but we're going to be serious for a minute, as one Canadian wrestler once said. So if I can be serious <laughs> for a minute, um, I think that also helps with more photo shoots because it gets to accentuate you. Just You know what it is? I'm going to make another pop culture reference because I'm a nerd. It's like Saved by the Bell because there was that one episode where Zach and... I, I don't recommend anybody to do this. This was just the plot of the episode. There was the episode where Zach Morris was exploiting the girls for the Bayside calendar, and, you know, you got to see <laughs> Lark Voorhees, Lisa Turtle, you know, Elizabeth Berkeley, Jesse Spano, and Tiffany Amber Thiessen, Kelly Kapowski, my God, and, uh, and you know, the, the, the Bayside calendar. So it helps to accentuate yourselves in that. Now, not doing what he did by exploiting the girls, but, I mean, just, like, but with photo shoots, it helps. You know what I'm saying? Like, because... Yeah. It does. It really does. From marketing standpoint, it does help. But yeah, I, oh my god, just pop and save by the belt. Like the, the I just, I, ugh, I like I said, I, I watched too much television as, as a kid, and I'm sorry, but yeah, that that's what it was. I watched too much television as a kid. I digress. <laughs> back, back, back to LFC. Um, Isn't that before your time? Okay, okay, so I was born, I'm a 90s kid, I was born in 92, so when Saved by the Belt was at its height, and I think that episode came out in 91, 92, I was either in my mom's belly, or it was like at the height of Saved by the Belt. Yeah. And that also, yeah. well yeah, that also brings but me back, agreed, and that brings me back to like, and I also get to see reruns on TBS at like 6 o'clock in the morning before school, hey, here's Saved by the Belt, so I mean, what else, what else is on it? You know what I'm saying? So I'll stick with some Saved by the Bell. And, oh, I was glad I did. And then that, that, that'll, okay, see, this conversation will start going into, like, the college years where you can tell from jump it was just Zach and Kelly getting married. And then we got to the new class. But, yeah, oh, just, oh, you're bringing back memories. So, <laughs> oh, man, we can go really deep with you and all these references we can but i like i said i'm just i'm, I'm a young i'm 20 i just turned 27 but i'm an old soul i'm an old soul that, that's what it is I'm an old you, soul. Are, whoever you are and you're quite knowledgeable you probably know more than most people twice your age jeez like okay one last reference of this and then we'll i swear we'll go back to lfc so um what's interesting about it is too like I have a friend who is into bike. He likes the bike, which is biking, which is which absolutely it's great. You know, I bicycles, riding bicycles, it's good health wise. Just riding your bike, going out on a nice hot summer day, going on the bike, doing your thing. So she likes the bike, and I'm like, and I jokingly made a reference, and I said, just make sure you're not riding dirty, 
wink, wink, nudge, nudge. <laughs> like, hello, like they're trying to catch me riding dirty. Like, Chameleonaire, Crazy Bone, 2006, hello. Very popular song, which Weird Al parried, white and nerdy. So, anyway, I digress. You need to go on a show. I know, right? No, but in all honesty. So I said to her, I'm like, you know, just make sure you go riding dirty. I'm like, what does that mean? I'm like, oh my God. Like, and I legit felt old because she's like, she's, she's in like her early twenties and she, I'm a couple of years older than her, but I'm just like, oh my God, like, like I, we, we, we got to stop what we're doing now. We got to talk about this because how do you not know chameleon there riding dirty, crazy bone. They're trying to catch me riding dirty, weird out white nerdy. Well, what is going on here? <laughs> so I'm like, so I'm like, you know, you know, chameleon there, right? Dirty. And I sent her the link to the video and she goes, oh, I know the song, but I didn't know the artist. And I'm just like, oh, okay, like mm-hmm. I'll, I'll get that. I'll, I'll, I'll take that, you know what I'm saying? Because you're introducing the minds of the young, the youngins, if you will, people, the youngins. So, anyway. So yeah. <laughs> Someone's got to teach them, and it's got to be you. Yeah. Well, it's going to be me. All right, we're done. So, go, go back to that. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. God, I get it. We'll be here all day. So, going back. Oh, my God. So, going back to lingerie fighting championships. So, LFC, we got so many more events at the Nerd Bar in Las Vegas. Uh, I really hope, I think the goal, which I would love to see for LFC, is to enter into that UK market because UK have some of the most passionate fans ever, whether it be going back to Slovakia, going to England, going to Mexico. There's so many markets that could be introduced to this, and I think it would be absolutely wonderful. So I want to see a lot of you girls travel besides Las Vegas. And don't get me wrong, I love Las Vegas, but I, I truly, I think this is a brand and I'll say this right now as someone who does a lot of media for you guys and as someone who is doing this podcast and loves doing this podcast, I think you're going to see a lot of growth. And I think it's amazing just to see what LFC has for the future. I can't wait to. I don't know if you're more excited or I am. I kind of think you might be, but I'm extremely excited. And I love that you are so in, into it. I know that you have grand interest in a lot of really cool things and that brain of yours stores a lot of information so that means this is something really special for you to be so into and help us with and want to talk to all of us and know our stats and know our history so thank you you know what it is too like and like i just like we talked about the bouts like Allie Baby Doll Parks, like I said, she challenged you at the end of her bout, which, my God, what a main event that was. That could go on, that could, could have went either way. And I think Allie being, you know, getting that chain, and I see you two, possibly, we're going to get another bout out of the two of you, you and Roxy. We have a chain now, the inaugural booty camp cha- uh, chain. We have the LFC championship. I mean, there's a lot in store that I think is great because it gets more prizes and it gets more eyes on the prize and just motivates you more to obtain your goals. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Um, I I would like to see that Ellie and me again, since you brought that up, because that first um, that first bout we had, I, I just wasn't ready. I was a little overzealous. I hadn't been training at that time. I hadn't started training. So it's, it's going to be a lot different if we go again. Well, I think that's what's great about it, too, is you get to see the rise and the growth of both of you, you know, and I think that the fans are going to be in for something special there. And um, I think with you, like, the, you fought a lot. <laughs> a lot of girls, you know what I'm saying? Like, we're talking about Roxy, we're talking about Allie, we're talking about Shay. But you <laughs> had a lot of memorable bouts, and it's just, and I'm chuckling just because, like I said, we, we, we legit talked about the Integral Park, because you are one of them, and I'm trying to see, like, is there anyone that you have your eye on, as far as, like, future bouts, besides, like, the ones that we mentioned, obviously rematches there, uh, I mean, I, you have not gotten in there with Serena Honeypunch Kyle there, because, I mean, Serena is another one of those girls, she has a victory over Maxine the Boss Frost, and we've seen what Serena can do. Yes, she's very smiley and she's very sweet like honey, but she packs a lethal punch, hence the Honey Punch nickname, which I think that also adds a lot, by the way. The nicknames like El Toro, like Baby Doll, like, you know, Honey Punch, like Set Cowbell, I really think that helps accentuate you ladies as well with the Storm, Andrea. So I got to ask her, is there anyone you have that you've not gotten in there yet that you've got your eye on? I know I mentioned one in Serena, but is there anyone that you really want to get into for a future bout? Well, uh, that's the thing is, am I if, am I going to stay on the black team? I coach the pink team. Am I going to keep coaching the pink team? Am I going to go back to the black team? I, I right now I'm just I think it'd be weird to think about fighting one of the girls. I'm trying to 
coach. And that is coach. true, yeah. But I, I think, like I said, I, here's where I positioned it because I'm like, I'm thinking black team. But yeah, then, then it, when you look at it again, it's like, oh, but she's helping them and guiding them on the pink team. So it's just like, yeah. But like I said, I think whatever you do, there's so many fresh matchups for you. But I think if they, I think with you is because you obtain, like you talk about knowledge, you and we to reiterate this point uh, one final time here, you're obtaining the knowledge that you've learned because you mentioned being very inexperienced in your first bat with Ali. So I mean, like I said, yeah. that matchup, um, it's just it's going to be very interesting to see where they go with you. Because I, 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 like I said, I'm just very, I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued to see more new fighters in there. I know LFC has put out on their Facebook that we're going to see more new fighters in there. We're going to see more, more events. We're just going to see a lot of great stuff. And I think it's just, it's absolutely amazing to see the progression. So, and I got to thank you because you're thanking me for my, for my knowledge and thanking me. But I got to thank you for what you're doing, man. Because, yo, yo, that's all I can say is yo. Because just you just. <laughs> Just, just go is what it is. Just yo, and you just go. Ugh, I love you. Thank you. You're welcome. So, I guess to um, to close this out, what I love always asking is um, because we're going to get a lot of girls and a lot of newbies. I should put it, the newcomers. It's like a frat up in mm-hmm. here, uh, minus the hazem. It's like a frat. It's like the initiation, and I mean, it's kind of like Fight Club. But don't. But we can talk about LFC. We can talk about it. They say don't talk about talk about Fight Club, but we can talk about this kind of Fight Club, Sandra Fighting Championship. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jeez, I'm all over. We can talk about it if you want to talk about it. Yes, exactly. Fight Club, just jeez, just again, pop culture, my brain. Anyway, I digress. So back to back to what I was going to ask because we're we're all over the place and I love it. But I have to ask you any advice that you want to give to because, like I said, you're in this position now. So I figured let let's get this out the way here and let's let's give it to the people listening. Any advice that you want to give to the newcomers or anybody that wants to pursue a career in lingerie fighting championship? What advice would you give them? My advice is to go to your local, like, as you expressed, you have a gym right around the corner. Go to your local gym and get some training. If you've already been training, keep training and then... Don't go to training in your lingerie. Save that for us. And uh, but just keep training. Just keep training. We want this. We don't want you to get hurt. We want this to be a fun time. So I think that's well said. And I'll be honest with you. I think what always I think that's going to be a sight because I'm sure someone would do that because with with the training rules with how you ladies train, you train in the shirt, but lingerie is just worn for fighting. So I'm glad that you said that because if anybody does lingerie is for fighting, wearing a shirt and wearing the appropriate, you know, attire, it would be for training. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because I'll be honest with you, I'm no, I'm like legit seriously, and I'm glad that you said that because someone is probably listening. Oh, I can wear my lingerie. No, you, you wear the proper attire. <laughs> I don't know if anyone would say anything, but well, I mean, yeah, hey, man. hey, man, there's a lot of people that want to accessorize, and, and if you got it, flaunt it, as they say. You know, you know, you don't know people's makeup, but hey, no, in all seriousness, I'm glad that you said that. That's a great. <laughs> <tip>. <laughs> All right, so Miss Jessie El Toro Santos, I'm going to step back and then I'm going to come back. I'm going to lean back, but I'm not going to do the rock away. I got to stop. I really got to stop. Anyway, Facebook, <laughs> Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, promote LFC, promote your social media, where everybody can find you at. The floor is yours. Ladies first. Um, Instagram, that's about it. Well, I do have a Twitter. I'm not very active on. So Jesse El Toro Santos, LFC. Mm. I don't know the handle offhand. Okay. I think it's El Toro Santos. <laughs> okay. So for those... Definitely just look up the LFC, Andre Fighting Championships, on any social media. Just search that name. You'll find me, Jesse, through there, but you'll find all the girls and see who you like and come to a live show. That's my floor speech. I will reiterate that because you were pretty much spot on, like just a smidge. Because, all right, here's how it is. And I save this just because I know a lot of people sometimes get tongue-tongue with their social media. So I'm going to do the honors and help you out because you were correct. So the Instagram is El Toro Santos underscore LFC because everybody has to have an underscore, a number, or some type of character. Because why would we just have our name? We got to underscore. We got to space it up in there. 
That's the Instagram way, if you will. Thank you. So it's El Toro. You. You're welcome. It's El Toro Santos underscore LFC on Instagram. You can